From Muse by Clio and the Clio Awards, this is Tagline, the show about great ads and the people who make them. I'm Tim Nudd, Editor-in-Chief of Muse by Clio, and welcome to Tagline, our new podcast about how great advertising is made. 2019 was the 60th anniversary of the Clio Awards, and we spent a lot of time that year looking back at classic advertising and hearing stories we'd never heard about some of the greatest ads ever made. And it got us wondering what other stories are out there about these ads that we think we know so well, and what can they teach us about how to make great work today? So that's the goal of Tagline. On each episode, we'll look at a single spot or campaign and get the story of its creation from a bunch of different angles. We have a lot of fun episodes in the works, and so as a sneak peek, here's some of what you'll hear when season one of Tagline premieres on March 15th. And then he just thought of that right on the spot. He's like, well, what if he says, I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer a Dosecchi's. And testament to Brandon and my uh, naivete, we're like, yeah, cool, whatever. You can put that in there. Does that mean we can go home if we say we can put this in here? (laughs) I had been watching Star Wars, specifically Empire Strikes Back, religiously. And I was like, oh, what if the kid is trying to move the car every day? And on the third or fourth day, the dad hides in the car and he nudges it forward a little bit and the kid gets all freaked out. It was that 60 rough cut that was like, oh my gosh, this is like a once in a career moment. I was scared of Star Wars. I mean, I was six or seven, I'd never seen it, so I was scared. And so my, my mom showed me a YouTube video and I, I like had her turn it off. I was like, no, 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 I'm way too scared for this. It was one page, it had the title, Dumb Ways to Die. It had the first draft of the lyrics. The pre-meeting call that I get from our account director and just saying, we're gonna do a song. And I was just like, I'm hanging up. Like now we've gone silly. What are we doing? Like a a jingle? There isn't anybody that doesn't admire Phelps' record. But as you said, there's no no one had any connection with him whatsoever, really. You never really felt that it was hard for him. You know, Michael Phelps' story was like a key player in the entire brief. Um, You know, what he was thinking, what he was deciding to do, how he was training, um, and then how he was going to perform. Trying to shoot uh, that single take. Robert Carlyle would get so far down, he'd trip over a rock or he'd fluff a line, or a midge would fly into his eye. Every time that happens, we didn't have a film. <laughs> and I said, I don't know, Mom, should you just call it Got Milk, like with a question. And she said, I think it should be called Got Enough Milk, because that would be more exact. And I said, I don't think you need the enough part. I was a bit protective of the, of the script, just because it's really hard to write as a Black person or for a Black person. Not everyone talks the same. The people that are being killed in the streets are black males. And so, you know, once that light went off, we, we did a little bit of a kind of like a self-reflection and we decided maybe we can tailor a message specifically to that audience. And it was just on one piece of paper, it was written in marker and it just had a hashtag like a girl. And I just walked right to it. You know, this moment is revealing what has been hiding in plain sight about what's not working in the culture. And I had, within like a minute, like drafted this script. I actually thought it was good. I thought it was right. And I was like, Judy, I have to talk to you. I have to talk to you. Don't call the Klang yet. Don't call the Klang yet. (laughs) 
And I got her on the phone and I showed it to her and she said, oh my God, she's like, you got it. 